Blog Talk Radio. You ready? It's time to start. This should be played at high volume. This is the Andrea Shaking Show. And I'm just a gal like any other gal. That's cool. You know what this is. What is this? The Andrea Shaking Show. It's me, don't you remember? We were just talking about you. Totally amazing. Thank you. The Andrea Shaking Show. I think you've got something there. Andrea Shaking. You're really doing like it. Quite understandable. Is on the air. Something's definitely going on here. Take my word for it. Now. Come on. It's showtime. Make it so. Ready, go. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the program on this Monday, February 12th, after a very, very busy and news-packed weekend. I hope you had a great time this weekend. I did. I, 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 you know, I kind of postponed a lot of things that I was going to do this weekend because I was absolutely glued to the computer, glued to it. Q put out over 50 messages over the weekend, and uh, each one of them was intriguing. Uh, it was just uh, really something that was, uh, oh my gosh, it was magnetic. Anyway, we're going to talk about that tonight. And I um, want to say hi to the folks who are joining us in the chat room. Uh, we've only got a couple of people in there. I think um, uh, Robert, our, our pal Robert, is having a hard time getting into chat. He uh, private messaged me and said, I'm having a, I can't get in. I don't know. I think it's a software problem on his end. Um, you know, Software uh, programs are being updated constantly. I mean, you, you're constantly getting um, uh, alerts to uh, install this software upgrade, you know, on your computer. And I think that it re- wreaks havoc that if you're not keeping up with the upgrades, that um, you know, you just get left behind. You can't connect. So anyway, I don't see Robert in the chat room, but I think he's there because we have several guests in there already, and Golf Dogs is in there too. Hi, Golf. Nice to see you. Also, we have folks who are already lined up on the telephone line. And if you want to join them and listen to the show on the phone, you can do that by calling in 646-478-4604. Again, 646-478-4604. All right. I spent part of the weekend looking over the um, YouTube software. Um the, the you know, the program to uh get you started on live stream and all that. Let me tell you what. <laughs> I I think I I think I reached my limit <laughs> of endurance. Um I really need somebody to show me. So I've asked a friend to help me out and it may be not until March before we get this thing up and running. Um but uh, uh nevertheless, I haven't given up on it. I just need somebody to sit down and show me step by step what needs to be done and then I can write it down in my notebook. Step number 1, step number 2. This is how I learn best. I, I really I've never been able I, I've never been very good at self-teaching. I know a lot of people can read a manual and they're like, oh, yeah, I get it. Okay. Um, That's not me. (laughs) So anyway, we're going to be with Blog Talk Radio until I can figure that out with my friend. And once we do, then we'll move the show over to YouTube. We'll see how that works. Now, I was just listening to um, some programs on YouTube, and the consensus seems to be that YouTube is great for short short, uh, programs, 20 minutes maybe 30 minutes. But beyond that, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's laborious, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll figure that out. Okay. So bear with me while we stay with Blog Talk Radio for the immediate presence. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's uh, kick this off here. Uh, QAnon 
started on Friday night with a post that was directed at somebody he was taunting. I'm telling you, this is just unbelievable. And there are some folks out there who are actually doing amazing work analyzing and, and, and putting together what they think Q is saying. And, and some of this stuff is so insightful. Now, of course, you know, I, I've been following Dr. Jerry Corsi, who is working with the, um, the, the, the group, the researchers over there on the um, We the People channel. It keeps changing. They keep changing the name of it. And I don't know if, it, if they're doing that because they have to because it's YouTube. But it's like, I'm glad I'm a subscriber because then I get an alert. Otherwise, I wouldn't know where the hell to find them. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, and, it, and it's okay. I mean, I, if I've got nothing else to do um, and I'm not, my attention isn't being um, devoted to something else, I listen to it. But I find it, I don't know, I'm impatient. And I like to know, give me the information. Give it to me. Give it to me. Let Corsi talk. Let Dr. Corsi talk. But Dr. Corsi is is more of a, he wants to have a dialogue and he doesn't mind if people interrupt and he encourages people to interrupt. And some of the interruptions are just so mundane and banal and, oh, my God, just get to the point. So I I can only do that for a little while (laughs) before I'm talking to myself. However, I have found that there are people out there on Twitter who, like I said, are doing an amazing job of putting together the analysis of what they're seeing on Q, on the Q page. The, uh, the, the, what, what is it again? It's called qcodefag.github.io. Okay, a couple of them are uh, Praying Medic, and then we have another one, uh, Lisa May Crowley, and there are others as well who are doing it. But for our purposes tonight, we're going to kind of um, merge uh, the two. We're going to merge what Corsi has said with what Praying Medic has said with what uh, Lisa May Crowley is saying. I'm just kind of give you an overview of people's assessment of what Q is putting out there. Now, you probably heard today that um, Don Trump Jr.'s wife, Vanessa, opened up some mail today, and there was some white powder in it. And they called the hazmat team, biomed or whatever. They, they came in. They, they got her all disinfected or whatever. And um, then they brought her to the hospital to make sure that she was okay. Well, this was probably in response to postings that Q did uh, last night, uh, as a matter of fact, talking about big pharma, and this is this is stunning news, folks, because big pharma. What Q is putting out there is that they know big pharma that we know that they have had cures for diseases for a long time. See, and they've been holding back because they want you to stay sick. So they can keep selling you their medicine. Yeah. Cancer, AIDS, uh, all kinds of of, um, diseases. So today, the last last, uh, uh, message that uh, Q put up uh, came at uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon, 3.15 Eastern. And the message was, Our attack on Big Pharma came with a warning letter today. Message received. Response forthcoming. 
Well, the warning letter was, I'm assuming, and other people are assuming, powder on the piece of mail that was sent to Don Trump Jr.'s wife. Our attack on Big Pharma came with a warning letter today. Message received. Response forthcoming. Q. Hmm. We're going to get into that more, okay, as we go along here. So let's go ahead and let's get started with the um, the posts that that that. Um, let me see. Da, 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 da. I'm scrolling here on the uh, the uh, Q code fag dot. Uh, okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. So Friday night, February 9th, Q posts the following: Ha 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 ha. And then in brackets, next week. And then another line of, ha, 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 ha. We warned you. You are stupid. Can you sleep? We can help. Well, all of those ha, ha's, there were nine ha, ha's in each line. Now, you're probably thinking, what? Well, he was responding to an earlier post in which uh, uh, an earlier um, um, tweet in which somebody had written ha ha eight times. So what what Q is doing is responding to that person with nine ha ha's, essentially saying Q is getting the last laugh. And he's saying, we warned you to this person who's ha ha haing, you are stupid. Can you sleep? We can help. And the, the the consensus of that is that we can help means if you turn state's evidence, come out, come out wherever you are. Come out now before we come get you. Ha, ha, ha. We'll have the last laugh. Okay. We see everything. We hear everything. As an example, we talked about this last week, the phone call between Valerie Jarrett and Adam Schiff it was 42 minutes, 13 seconds long. They were being monitored, and there were other people on board who were monitoring that call as well. They've got it all down on tape, and they are going to use it against Valerie and Adam. Treason. Can you spell treason? Conversation evidently contained information that would really put them behind bars for a long time. Long, long time. Okay. The next one he posted was simply in brackets, the following, next week, next line, next week, next week, suicide weekend, question mark. Uh, the idea being there might be some people who are contemplating suicide over this because they know, guess what? Jig's up. Jig is up. And then, like, I don't know, it was just a, a, a maybe a, oh, well, that next week when we came at, uh, at 21.17, we're doing military time here, okay? I'm not fast enough to, to be able to uh, uh, translate them. Okay. And then at 21.33, he tweeted, top 10 player, bracket, here now. And then the IP address of the top 10 person who was listening in. 50.22.218.5. Well, that, it turns out some of these sleuths, these autists, uh, they looked it up and they said that's an IP address in Chantilly, Virginia. And they suspect that it could have been, who, they were saying, who lives in Chantilly? Well, one of the Podestas, I think it's Tony, and James Comey 
So somebody was on the cue board watching. And, of course, everybody who's watching on the cue board, the NSA can see. They're looking at all the IP addresses that are following, right? And the the name of the server is uh, for this particular um, IP address is Soft Layer. That's the company. Well, it's the same company that um, I believe that uh, uh, was working with Hillary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The next one, this really spawned a whole bunch of chatter out there. Because Q posted a photograph of a plane on a runway way off in the distance, way off in the distance. And the, the words that he posted were, underscore, yes, conf, C-O-N-F in capital letters, bravo, dash, T-K, underscore, 964389, and 6-6. Six, six. Well, I think, whoa, what is that? What is that about? Holy cow. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, could it have been... Hmm... The elites are being taken down? Hmm? I, I, I don't know. It could be. But let, 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 me, just, let me just go back. I, I forgot. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm going from my notes, and I forgot to share with you what uh, Praying Medic said. Okay, let's go back to, 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 this, to the beginning here, where he talks about the ha-has, okay? David Rothschild was the one who posted on his Twitter immediately after the President's State of the Union address. He posted the following. Ha ha, ha ha, ha ha, ha ha. No one is going to remember this speech in the morning. And that's why QAnon directed his ha ha post. He directed it to David Rothschild. He's going to get the last laugh. We warned you. You're stupid. Can you sleep? We can help. Okay. The reference to can you sleep, this is an older post aimed at Lynn Rothschild, Lynn D. Rothschild, okay? QAnon is known for taunting the Rothschilds about their insomnia. Interesting, isn't it? Um, The post is, can you find a pic of Al-Walid and Hussein or Clinton or other U.S. politicians? L, period. Heard you can't sleep anymore. Don't come here again. Q. So evidently, um, Lynn, Lady Lynn de Rothschild has also been monitoring over there with, with, what Q is saying. Don't come here again. Heard you can't sleep anymore. Don't come here again. Okay. Now, the, the, the post seems to hint that something is going to happen next week regarding the Rothschilds. Now, keep in mind, the mainstream media might not report on these events. We're going to need to trust that Q is going to keep us up to date on current events that are not being reported. And, of course, that's the, that's the post that says next week, next week, next week, suicide weekend, question mark. If, as QAnon has suggested, next week the elites will be taken down and they know what's coming, is this the weekend that three Next week, times three people take their lives to avoid the fate that awaits them? Hmm. Public figures have been known to commit suicide when facing such circumstances. Slobodan Project drank potassium cyanide um, in the courtroom. <laughs> he, took the, he took the cyanide in the Hague court. 
Results of a preliminary post-mortem exam suggested that he drank potassium cyanide rather than face the rest of his life in prison. Also, uh, Kentucky State Representative Dan Johnson committed suicide, uh, shot and killed himself uh, days after a report emerged in which a woman said she was sexually assaulted. Mm. Now, in his next post, Q says a top 10 player is with him and his crew. Who's he referring to? Well, he's saying, essentially, they're here now. They're on the board watching. And again, this was, this was the IP address in Chantilly, Virginia. Who is in the top 10? Who is the top 10 player that was on the board listening or watching? The top 10? Well, people like George Soros, the Rothschilds, Prince Al-Walid, the Clintons, John McCain, Barack Obama. Mm, who knows? The IP address comes back to soft layer, but this is a hosting service. Okay. There's an anon out there who believes that the IP address is being rerouted to avoid detection. And um, it could could show that it's originating in, uh, you know, one one of many places and being bounced to Germany and bounced back to the United States to three, four, five different places trying to mask where they're coming from. One anon came up with this that says um, this IP address could be range 50. 50 is Joint Tactical Command. Hmm. So maybe it was somebody in Chantilly over there at the, um, where they have one of those, uh, Not it's not an NSA building, but it's a government building that does surveil, survey, surveilling and monitoring. Joint Tactical Command has gone through changes over the years. In 1984, TriTac, JTE was redesignated as a Department of Defense Joint Tactical Command Control and Communications Agency, also known by uh, its acronym JTC3A. Now, in 1987, the Defense Communications Agency consolidated the TriTac JTE and the JTC3A organizations under one organization known as the Joint Interoperability Test Center and moved the whole ball of wax to Fort Wachaka. Fort, is that how you say it? Wachaka? Fort Wachaka? Wachuca in Arizona. Okay. In 2011, the JITC was opened in Fort Meade, Maryland. And that's also the city where the NSA is headquartered. Okay, QAnon's next post, and now we're getting to this airplane. It's a picture of an airplane on a runway. The text reads, underscore yes, C-O-N-F, bravo-tk, underscore, 964389, and, ampersand, and, 66. Okay? Then there's, the next one is a full image. It's the airplane is rolling down the runway, coming closer to the person who is taking the picture. Now, the runway curves around so that the person who's taking the picture is in a plane that's already made the curve and is on the starboard side of the plane taking a picture of the other plane as it's coming toward him on the runway. The other plane has not yet made the curve. Okay. Now, the Anons have been searching to match up the airport. I mean, and there's very little there to be able to identify this airport. It's foggy. 
You can tell that there are aircraft over on the right-hand side that look like they're parked up to the gate area of a terminal. But it's And you can barely make out the color of this aircraft on the runway. It looks like it's blue with white wings. As it gets closer, you're able to see it a little bit better. Well, the Anons had been searching to match up the airport. And so far, it looks like it's a good match with Hanoi International in Vietnam. The Noi Bai, N-O-I-B-A-I, Noi Bai Airport in the Hanoi International. Certainly looks like the paint scheme. They've got a picture of the paint scheme on the uh, aircraft, and it's blue with white wings for sure. And what they've done is they've, this is amazing how they figured this out. They took a Google Earth shot of the airport, and they were able to figure out by the markings on the runway and match it up with the picture to be able to determine, yes, these are exactly the same markings. <laughs> I mean, these sleuths are good. Let me tell you, they are good. So then Q posts another image, and it now it's a, it's a banner. It appears to be a banner, although it's a very tight shot. You don't know it's a banner yet. But it's hanging from the ceiling. It's a dark blue banner, and it has the letter E on it. Big, big letter, E, okay? Um, okay, so the next picture, oh, somebody's figured out that that's a banner and an airport terminal, and sure enough, it is a match with the gate banners at Shanghai International Airport in China. They've got a picture, <laughs> this is unreal, of the interior of the terminal, and it's a long shot. And it shows all the banners, one after the other, E, D, C, B, A, indicating the particular area of the gates, the gate area, okay? Q posts this. And we know from his last post that uh, brackets, the two brackets together that form a rectangular box with nothing in them, symbolize a kill box or a targeted symbol. So what he posts next, and this is on Saturday now he's posting this, he posts the open bracket with a dash, close bracket. And then the next one he posts open bracket with the number five, close bracket. That's all he's got. And then the third one is an open bracket with an E, close bracket. So praying medic found a brochure of the International Flights Terminal at Shanghai Pudong Airport. It has multiple gates and doors, and he took a picture of this uh, open uh, brochure with a bird's-eye view of the terminal that's shown in the previous post with the banners, okay? And this is a layout of the terminal, and it shows that gate E, E on the banner, is adjacent to door 5. Oh, what? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Didn't we just say in those brackets? Bracket 5, bracket E. Hmm. I noted that gate E is adjacent to door 5. Then he says, here's a closer look, and he goes in real tight. You can even see where the men's room and the woman's room is. On this diagram, it's a diagram, brochure. And then he says, I'll admit it's a stretch. But my theory is that someone traveling between Hanoi and Shanghai was picked up last night at gate E, door 5. And again, this is on this is February 10th, okay? 
All right. Let me pause here for a moment. I want to double check and make sure. Ooh, look at all of you that are on the phone. This is great. And we've got, yeah, we've got lots of people in here. Uh, very good. Looks like people are listening. Bob, okay. Very good. Very good. Okay. All right. I, I just... I just want to make sure we've got audio and that you're there. Okay. All right. So the next the next post, QAnon asks, what is going on in Asia? And he's got a picture. It, it, it looks like it's taken from an iPhone because, you know, they're just the long, narrow pictures. And it's a picture of a white building. This is in the foreground. And it almost looks like it's a parking garage, but it isn't. And then behind it are skyscrapers. And one of them in particular is a very odd-looking skyscraper. Whoever the architects were that designed the skyscraper wanted it to look like it was falling apart. It's all jagged. It's like, it's like, it's like one of those games that you play where you, you've got the blocks all stacked up and you have to pull the block out very, very carefully so that the whole thing doesn't come tumbling down. What's that game called? Jumanju or something like that? That's what this building looks like, okay? So it's very distinctive. It's very distinctive. Yeah, you don't see this building just anywhere. What's going on in Asia? And we have this picture. Well, the picture shows several buildings in Bangkok. Bangkok, Thailand. And then a praying medic gets grabs a picture uh, with more detail. And sure enough, there's that odd-shaped building. There's lots of other skyscrapers. And there's that other building that looks like a parking garage. Hmm. And we're going to find out it's not. This is definitely not a parking garage. It's a – well, I won't tell you yet. Okay. So then he says, okay, what's been – what has been happening in Asia? Well, police arrested Sergei Medvedev, a Russian who's accused of co-founding the Infraud Organization, which is a one-stop shop for criminals at the center of a sprawling criminal indictment unsealed by U.S. prosecutors. Hmm. This appeared in the Washington Times, right? Thai police announced Friday the arrest of Sergei Medvedev, a Russian national accused of co-founding the infraud organization. Cybercrime suspect arrested in Thailand. But wait, indictments unsealed by U.S. prosecutors led to the arrest of a criminal in Thailand? No, not one. The criminal indictment unsealed Wednesday charged 36 individuals around the globe. Whoa. More than a dozen people have been arrested in at least seven countries and counting in connection with Operation Shadow Web. What's happening is the takedown of a crime syndicate that spans several nations in Asia. The next post by Q gives us a look at what's going on inside the White House. John F. Kennedy's speech on the press and the secret societies, you remember, we've played it here on this program before. You recall Kennedy had major problems with the CIA. So this is what Q has posted. And again, this is on Saturday at uh, 1.33 in the morning. Quote, rest in peace, Mr. President parentheses, JFK, close parentheses, through your wisdom and strength, since your tragic death, patriots have planned, installed, 
and by the grace of God, activated the beam of light. And light is in capital letters. We will forever remember your sacrifice. May you look down from above and continue to guide us as we ring the bell of freedom, freedom in capital letters, and destroy those who wish to sacrifice our children, our way of life, and our world. We, the people, and people is in all caps. Prayer said every single day in the OO office. JFK dash secret societies. Where we go one, we go all. Q. Hmm. Heavy duty. A prayer said every single day in the Oval Office. Wow. Q's next post contains a link to a CIA website for kids that teaches them how to use coded messages. And it's on the CIA.gov website. I went, I looked it up, and sure enough, it's, you know, it's kind of like those crypto quizzes where, you know, uh, one, letter, one letter represents a different letter. And you have to figure out what each letter means, and then you get to read the little phrase that, you know, it, uh, emerges as you figure out the code. So here's, here's um, what Q posts. Um, JFK con room, C-O-N, con, must be conference room. And then he's got the address, the URL for this CIA.gov kids page. And then he writes, would you believe this site is actually used to calm to rogue operators, to communicate to rogue operators? The kids page. They're using the kids page to communicate to rogue operators. At Snowden, open bracket, John, close bracket, cold, question mark? Huh. Well, evidently, this page is used to communicate with rogue CIA operatives, like Snowden, who's still in Russia. Cold there? And the John is for John Brennan. I'm getting messages here. Go away, go away. John Brennan. Yeah, yeah. Okay, if you're new to my Q posts, this is Praying Medic saying that, it's my belief that Q has been telling us that Edward Snowden is not the freedom-loving guy we've been told he is. Q's posts indicate that he's a CIA operative uh, who uh, whose assignment was to discredit the NSA and allow the CIA to become preeminent. Here's where Jerome Corsi and Praying Medic disagree. Corsi believes that Snowden was originally a bad guy with the CIA who was sent to work with the NSA to give up secrets because the CIA did not want the NSA to have any power. CIA wanted to have all of the surveillance. They, in other words, they wanted to blind the NSA. But Corsi thinks that after Snowden started seeing what the CIA was doing with this information that he was providing to them, he had a change of heart. And he's not liking what he sees. But he's kind of stuck right now because the CIA owns him. He's still in Russia. And essentially what what Corsi is saying, that this, this message is saying, like Snowden, who's still in Russia, 
stay there. You're safer in Russia than you are here right now. So you've got two different points of view here. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I, uh, I don't have any sense of it at all. No, no gut feeling here. Okay. All right. In his next post, Q informs us that the cybercrime sites being taken down in Asia and the people being arrested are CIA, clowns in America. They're CIA assets. The money they steal, yours, ours, is used to fund CIA black ops. And here's the post. Clown black ops sites, Asia. Goodbye. Or goodbye. <laughs> I'm adding inflection to my voice for Q. I don't know. Maybe he's just a clown black op sites, Asia. Goodbye. The next one. Thank you, Dopey. King to pawn. Eyes on. Dopey is Prince Al-Walid. Eyes on. We're watching you. King pawn. Dopey hoped to be a king one day, king of the Saudi kingdom, but he ended up being used as a pawn. He's now a pawn. The next post, you will cease to exist, truth to power. How's the bunker these days? Bracket, 14, close bracket, live. Bracket, hello, close bracket. Bracket. P-E-O-C, force, failed, close bracket. Well, this is interpreted as being a warning to the elites or the clowns that their lives are in danger. Someone is seeking shelter in a bunker. 14 live or 14 live, not sure what this means. P-O-C, force, failed. POC, P-E-O-C, is the acronym for the Presidential Emergency Operations Center. It's a bunker beneath the east wing of the White House that serves as a shelter and a communication center for the president in an emergency. You can read all about it over at Wikipedia. Now, one possibility is that the bad guys tried to force the president to take shelter in the POC and failed. The other possibility is that he was there in the PIOC and they tried to harm him. Whatever the case, their scheme was unsuccessful. Okay. The next Q post goes like this. Seals are wonderful creatures. Heard they work fast at capturing their prey. P-R-E-Y. Prey, in caps, P-R-A-Y. Silence is golden. Corona, underscore, offline, underscore, DAC, open bracket, zero, 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 close bracket. Games are fun. Okay. What this is interpreted to mean is that the Navy SEALs teams are taking down the bad guys. Keep them in prayer. They're quick, they work fast at capturing their prey, they're in and out, boom, boom, boom. Their prey never know what hit them. Wizards and warlocks equals good guys and bad guys. P, not sure what P stands for, okay? Um, And I'm not even sure where he's getting this P in brackets, but because it wasn't in the previous one. I don't know where he's getting that. Um, 
anyway, it goes on, okay, from here to the next one. He's, he's, still, he's still assessing or interpreting this. He's, the silence is golden. Corona underscore offline underscore DAC open bracket zero 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 close bracket. Navy SEAL comms have gone quiet to avoid detection. Info found in the militarystandard.com the following. Finally, in July 2005, the Corona site was redesignated as a detachment of Naval Weapons Station Seal Beach with the facility's primary tenant, Naval Surface Warfare Center, Corona Division, retaining its own command structure. Okay. The next one, very simple. All it says is it's a URL and it says HTTPS colon slash slash www.globalleaks.org. Well, recent posts by Q have identified numerous places where whistleblowers can leak their information, quote, safely. It seems these sites are, in fact, operated by the CIA. And guess which one is? Global Leaks. And here he's laid in a um, screenshot of the uh, web website the splash page where you get to global leaks and it's, it's got a rock and, and the global leaks logo is pasted to it. And it says global leaks is an open source free software intended to enable secure and anonymous whistleblowing initiatives. Can you imagine if you're a whistleblower and you are using global leaks whistleblow and it's going right into the CIA? Oh my God. Next Q posts this. Again, it's another URL address, and it's google.com, amp, s, wired.com, exclusive Google CIA. Well, um, if you don't trust Google or the CIA to whistleblow, there's bad news. They plan to do even more creepy stuff with the data you give them unless we stop them. And that seems to be the plan. And here we see a screenshot of an article that appears at Wired, wired.com. The headline is exclusive. Google CIA invest in future of web monitoring. And lo and behold, illustrating this is a photograph of Barack Obama and Eric Schmidt of Google sitting side by side. And the look on Schmidt's face is pure evil. That's how I read it. This man should be in a in a James Bond movie as the villain. Not to mention Obama, but Eric Schmidt, he is just evil looking. Okay. Let's see. When you hear that the FBI, the DOJ, or Obama State Department were involved in something nefarious, keep in mind the fact that the CIA is backstopping the anti-Trump ops of the three-letter agencies, as indicated by this post by Q. Public, colon, FBI, slash, DOJ, slash, uh, O, hyphen, WH, Oval, I guess Oval, White House, slash, SD. That's public. Private, clowns, clowns, clowns. Expand your thinking. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I see. The O O is for Obama White House. FBI, public, FBI, DOJ, O, Obama White House, and SD, private, clowns, clowns, clowns. Here's an example. It's a Breitbart story. It's a screen capture, and it's uh, 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 Sid Blumenthal and uh, Christopher Steele, photos side by side. And the headline says, ex-Obama state official Jonathan Weiner admits passing dossier to dot, dot, dot. Beneath it, former Obama State Department official Jonathan Weiner confirmed that he passed on a dossier from Clinton operatives to Christopher Steele. Okay. Um, The next one. This is kind of, this was, this got a lot of people on attention. USSS on high alert. And this, this, actually, this was posted on February 8th, prior to what I've just read to you. And Praying Medic says, I'd like to clarify a previous QAnon post. Q said the Secret Service, USSS, was on high alert on February 8th. You might assume it had something to do with the president. Yes, we did. That's exactly what we assumed. But the Secret Service doesn't just protect politicians. Their scope is rather broad and includes investigation of wire fraud, bank fraud, and cybercrime, the kind of crime being busted in Asia. If they're on high alert, it could involve something other than protecting government officials. Okay. Um, This morning, February 11th, Q posted this. This is the day of the Russian plane crash. 71, bracket, 187, close bracket. We already know 187 is code for murder or assassination. 71. 71 in this case indicates the 65 passengers and six crew members who died when the Russian airplane exploded in midair after takeoff on the morning of February 11th. That was a Saturday. Next line. Bracket one, close bracket, targeted. Dossier, U1. Would you believe bracket one, close bracket, source was used for bracket two, close bracket. Find the passenger list. Why bracket 187, close bracket, if inside Russia? No jurisdiction. Think logically. Sick. Okay, I'm going to jump ahead and explain this to you. 71 people on board were murdered for one person who was targeted on board, one person who was connected to the dossier and to Uranium One. Would you believe one source, that one source, that one person targeted was used for two separate uh, projects, Uranium One? And something else. Oh, the dossier. Find the passenger list. Why 187? Why bring the whole plane down if it's inside Russia? I mean, it had just taken off. It was it just taken off from Moscow. No jurisdiction. Think logically. Sick. Okay, here's Praying Medic's take on it. 65 passengers and six crew members died when a Russian airplane exploded in midair this morning after takeoff. 
Uh, traumatized witnesses describe seeing a huge mushroom cloud explosion in midair. Bomb. Witnesses report the airplane exploded in midair after takeoff. Planes don't explode by themselves. Q says it was intentional. 71 were murdered, 187, to kill one person who was targeted. Why 187 if inside Russia? No jurisdiction. Q is suggesting that the target was killed in Russia for the sake of convenience. It's easier to do there than in the United States where an investigation might reveal things they want to keep hidden. Q says we need to find the passenger list and identify the one who was targeted. Here's a list of passengers from an Anon. I don't know why the name Sergei Panchenko is highlighted, but it is. And as George Webb points out yesterday and today, Sergei Panko is also known as Sergei Million. Panchenko, and he is involved in Uranium One. Would you believe one source was used for two? Did the target have information about both the Uranium One deal and the steel dossier? Here's an alternative interpretation. Would you believe one source was used for two? Well, there's conjecture about the sources of the two dossiers that were used to smear President Trump. We're finding out now that there are four dossiers out there. When a second dossier appeared, courtesy of Cody Shearer, which seemed to bolster Russian collusion accusations, Sundance at Conservative Treehouse noted that Hillary simply used two streams to push one Fusion GPS-created dossier. And here we're quoting from the Conservative Treehouse now. Sidney Blumenthal and Cody Shearer were also in the list of names that Grassley sent to the DNC requesting communication. So Hillary's henchmen, with whom she communicates regularly, Sidney Blumenthal and Cody Shearer, fed information to Jonathan Weiner at the State Department, who then briefed Secretary of State John Kerry and fed it to Christopher Steele, who was under higher Clinton campaign, who then fed the briefing memo to the FBI. Nice laundry system you got there, huh? turning unfounded gossip and accusations into officially sounding intelligence information. This is a similar pattern to how the Clinton campaign fed opposition research to the Department of Justice. To wit, Fusion GPS, Glenn Simpson, opposition research to Nellie Orr, Fusion employee, to her husband, DOJ Deputy Attorney Bruce Orr, to Christopher Steele, to media leaks, and back to the FBI to validate ongoing efforts. More information laundry. Opposition research becomes intelligence information. Now, on February 10th, the president tweeted about a New York Times article that revealed a scheme by a Russian figure who attempted to extort $10 million for compromising video of POTUS and hacking codes stolen from the NSA. Here's what the president tweeted, February 10th, 8.20 a.m. According to the New York Times, a Russian sold phony secrets on Trump to the U.S., $10 million, brought down to $1 million to be paid over time. I hope people are now seeing and understanding what is going on here. 
It is all now starting to come out. Drain the swamp. The article Trump referred to is worth reading. It details the shadowy figures involved in the, in the plot to smear him, including Cody Shearer. It also provides background information about how someone in the CIA is out to destroy the NSA. And this article, again, it appears in the New York Times. I read it. I pulled it and I read it. It's quite lengthy. I was going to share it with you, but I thought this is way too long. But here's, here's the um, headline, if you want to look for it. U.S. spies seeking to retrieve cyber weapons, paid Russian peddling, and then dot, dot, dot. And the, and the opening sentence is, after months of negotiations, the Russian insisted on including information about the president as part of a deal involving stolen hacking goods. This article was linked in the New York Times article, by the way. There was another one that linked to it, and I grabbed that one as well. It gives a detailed explanation of how the hacking problems have demoralized and hurt the credibility of the NSA. Again, Q has been suggesting that the clowns, the CIA, are behind all of it. Exactly what they had Snowden do. Snowden was with the CIA and he was sent to NSA to find all of their tools, their hacking tools, and and destroy the NSA by putting all of it out there publicly, leaving the NSA naked in front of all of our enemies, in front of the world. <laughs> the name of the article in the New York Times is Security Breach and Spilled Secrets Have Shaken the NSA to Its Core. Uh, opening sentence, a serial leak of the agency's cyber weapons have, has damaged morale, slowed intelligence operations, and resulted in hacking attacks on businesses and dot, 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 dot. All these businesses, all these big corporations that are being hacked, it's because of this. They've got the backdoor keys to everything. Now, some of you might say, well, Snowden did that. Snowden ought to be put to death. That's treason. Yeah, well, yeah. But what if Snowden has flipped? And what if he's now working with Q and the good guys at the NSA, kind of like a double agent? We don't know yet. We, we don't know yet. The New York Times is considered to be the mouth of the deep state. Now, while their articles do provide information, they also provide disinformation. They'll tell you the NSA has problems, but they'll never suggest that the CIA might be behind the problems. So discernment is advised. He says, I don't post on 8chan yet, but one of the Anons asked Q about the article I posted where a Russian was arrested in Bangkok. The Anon asked for confirmation that this is what he was referring to. Anon, um, and, and Anon asked what picture was posted. And um, I'm, I'm sorry, Q asked what picture was posted. And the Anon says, um, he says, on it, what about Russian detained in Bangkok? Q says, what picture was posted? Cages full. Hmm. Q had posted this picture of the Bangkok skyline. Again, with the weird building that looks like it's going to topple over, Q says, we have confirmation. Cages full. That means lots of criminals were arrested. What do we say, 36? 
Okay? All right. So, Q then asks us to check our perceptions. Is Jeff Sessions really as inept as some believe? Or is his apparent inactivity a form of sleight of hand or magic? Here's Q's post. Do people believe all recent resignations, plane crashes, plane reroutes, EMS slash EBS activations? This is an emergency message from the emergency broadcast system. Should this be a real emergency, you would be instructed. Yeah, those. Blackouts, etc., are simply a coincidence? Do people believe it's all a coincidence? Why did Sessions, at the beginning... Emphasize investigations slash proceedings are kept confidential? Think magic. What you see, do you really believe nothing is being done? Reread past crumbs, past messages. Who has the power? Why was this emphasized in the beginning? You have more than you know. Sessions told us at the beginning that the DOJ would not comment on any ongoing investigations. So do you assume that because no one that you know of has been arrested that nothing's happening? Who has the power? And here he's laid in, and I've seen this on Twitter. It's a, um, it's a photograph of uh, Jeff Sessions, and he's got this little shit-eating grin on his face. Like, I got a secret, I got a secret. And somebody has written um, beside his picture, I find it amusing that people feel confident they know what Sessions is or isn't doing. He's not going to announce every move he makes. That would be utterly stupid. An effective AG flies below the radar until the time is right. I've known him and his family since the 1980s. Ethical honorable and loyal despite what you hear his nickname while in Alabama was the silent executioner (laughs) okay so and Anon posted an image it was uh, the infraud organization um, and it's a NORG chart is basically what it is. And uh, the the label on the top says, has now arrested 13 criminals from 17 countries for defrauding victims of over 530 million, as well as over 2.2 billion in losses. Okay. Okay. So the, so Anon posts this image and then there's a, and praying medic grabs a better image. Okay. He goes and finds a better image from the department of justice website, which announced the unsealing of a 14 count indictment against the in fraud organization for racketeering related to cyber crime. And this is the complete organization. And there are six, oh my gosh, there, well, what do we say? 14, 16, 13 criminals, whatever it is. There's a bunch of them. Okay. So here we have um, a screenshot of, from the Department of Justice website uh, that says a federal indictment was unsealed today charging 36 individuals for their alleged roles in the infraud organization, an Internet-based cyber criminal enterprise engaged in the large-scale acquisition, sale, and dissemination of stolen identities, compromised debit and credit cards, personally identifiable information, financial and banking information, computer malware, and other contraband. 
Following the return of a nine-count superseding indictment by a Las Vegas, Nevada grand jury alleging racketeering conspiracy and other crimes, federal, state, local, and international law enforcement authorities arrested 13 defendants from the United States and six countries, Australia, the United Kingdom, France, Italy, Kosovo, and Serbia. Now, although this indictment pertains to 36 members, the in-fraud organization has a total of nearly 11,000 members worldwide. According, again, to the DOJ website, as of March 2017, there were 10,901 registered members of the in-fraud organization. During the course of its seven-year history, the in-fraud organization inflicted approximately $2.2 billion in intended losses, more than $530 million in actual losses, on a wide swath of financial institutions, merchants, and private individuals, and would have continued to do so for the foreseeable future if left unchecked. So QAnon asks why the jurisdiction is in Nevada. 89074 is a Henderson, Nevada zip code. Why is Henderson Police Department and Nevada Department of Justice involved in a Bangkok hacker case? Because the data is being stored in an underground massive data center in Henderson, Nevada. Anonymous asks, underground massive data center? Henderson, Nevada. Why is Henderson PD and Nevada DOJ involved in Bangkok hacker case? Q Anon says, you have so much more than you know. Future proves past. In other words, go back and read the early messages I have posted. It is a trail of crumbs that when you see what's happening today, when you see what's happening tomorrow, you will go back and read the earlier messages I have given you and say, aha, that's what that meant. Future proves past. The next Q post reads the following. Think BDT, NYC, Attempt and Barlow. Not stated for verification of credibility. Why are we still here given foreknowledge of events? No FBI investigation into this? Impossible to locate? Less than 10. Who are we talking to? Since clown takedown of black ops local slash public exposure, what has changed here? Expand your thinking. This is not a game. Red October. Think BDT NYC attempt and Barlow. Q predict Bangladeshi terrorist in advance. Remember New York, the Bangladeshi terrorist, he tried to set off a bomb and it was a, it ended up being a firecracker. They knew in advance that this guy in Times Square was going to try and set off a bomb, and they switched out the bomb and put a firecracker in there and then grabbed him. He was a Bangladeshi, BDT, 
Bangladeshi terrorist. Q predicted Bangladeshi terrorists in advance. They have foreknowledge via the intelligence apparatus. And the question, no FBI investigation into this? Barlow murder or Bangladeshi terrorist? Uh, Perry Barlow was murdered. Or we're going we're to get to that. Okay, I'm kind of jumping ahead here. Perry Barlow. I think that he was working uh, with the Freedom EFF, Electronic Freedom Foundation. 36 years old, drops dead of a heart attack in his sleep. Hello? <laughs> Impossible to locate. Excuse for no investigation. Less than 10 removes the excuse. Who are we talking to? I'm not sure. Since the clown or CIA takedown of black ops, local public exposure, what has changed here? I'm not sure yet. Expand your thinking. This is not a game. Red October. Then Q does a security test. And again, this is off all February 11th, uh, yesterday. Does a security test and is posting again on the, on the site. Uh, SEC test, Q. This was uh, Sunday at... Um, was that one o'clock in the afternoon, one twenty in the afternoon? And Anon asked Q for clarification about Red October. Q verifies he's not referring to the film, but the malware program, and that future news will shed more light on the program on the problem. Okay, so this is what Q write, uh, Anon writes to Q. By the way, these anonymous people that are asking Q questions, they're all all on the um, the uh, 8chan message board, excuse me, the, the Q re- re- research board. And sometimes Q answers them and sometimes he doesn't. But if somebody asks a pertinent question, that Q, the Q uses it then to make his point, get more information out. So anyway, this, this Anon asks, I would like to inquire of Q with highest respect whether Red October refers to one the fictional submarine whose torpedo homed in on itself and destroyed itself, or two, the red October cyber espionage malware discovered in October 2012, January 2013. It operated worldwide for about five, for up to five years before its discovery. It sent info ranging from diplomatic secrets to personal information, including from mobile devices. Red October was termed an advanced cyber espionage campaign intended to target diplomatic, governmental, and scientific research organizations worldwide. Or three, something else? Q replies, future news will highlight. Note, the hunt for was dropped. Details matter. So it's not the hunt for Red October. It's not about the movie about the submarine. Details matter. In other words, pay attention. I'm not saying the hunt for Red October. I'm saying Red October. So Praying Medic says, okay, here's some info on the Red October malware campaign. And, and he goes, he, he talks, uh, he, he grabs some stuff from Computer World, which I've already explained to you. So we'll skip that. Okay, another Anon posts their observations about the CIA, North Korea, and Operation Mockingbird. And what he posts is um, kind of a, it's a, it's a, a montage, if you will, of CNN and just different news articles and tweets and that kind of thing. 
And he writes, NK is a CIA black, black site. OP is Mockingbird, M-K-B-R-D, Operation Mockingbird, OP Mockingbird, is a CIA media control. Who in the media right now is glorifying NK to spite the Trump admin? Time to take the offensive. Let's start taking names of all journalists that propagate NK, North Korea. Let's not let them hide behind their banners anymore. Let's play Hunt the Spook. Okay. North Korea is a CIA black site. Interesting. So Q responds to this with a series of questions. He starts, ask yourself, why is NK participating in the O Games this year, Olympic Games? Ask yourself, why is the sister with Pence, Kim Jong-un's sister? Ask yourself, if she was sitting right beside Pence, by the way, right beside him. Ask yourself, if controlled, how might you protect yourself and look for a way out? Ask yourself, what is a distraction? Ask yourself, why did Korea come together as a country versus North and South? Ask yourself, what occurred in Asia, referring to the pics, just prior to the O Games? Hmm, the arrests? Hmm. Ask yourself, what does freed mean, little letters? Ask yourself, do we want a war? War in all capital letters. Ask yourself, who is trying to start a war? All capital letters for war. Ask yourself, if a missile was launched by rogue actors, what would be the purpose? Ask yourself, what would slash should immediately start a war? Ask yourself, would the public understand the following statement? Quote, rogue actors parentheses, clowns, slash, U.S. former heads of state, close paren, initiated a missile launch in order to force the U.S. into a war, slash, conflict against X. Would the public understand that statement? Be the autists we know you are. Those who cannot understand that we cannot simply start arresting without first ensuring the safety and well-being of the population, shifting the narrative, removing those in D.C. through resignation to ensure success, defeating ISIS, MS-13 to prevent fail-safes, freezing assets to remove network-to-network abilities, kill-off chain of command to prevent top-down communications organization, etc., etc., should not be participating in discussions. In other words, if you don't understand you, that this is what we are, we have to protect the people first before we can move forward. We have to get them to understand why we are doing this. Okay, so let's see what Praying Medic says. He repeats the question, why is NOCO, North Korea, in the Olympic Games? Trump and South Korea initiated diplomatic talks before the Olympics to get North Korea to attend and then to agree to be represented as a unified country, at least 
for the games. And here's here he's got he's got a, a, a news clip, and it says here he's got it boxed in to make emphasis. In January 2018, following intergovernmental talks, the teams representing North Korea and South Korea entered the opening ceremony marching under the Korean unification flag. While in women's ice hockey, there will be a single united Korean team. Then he's got a photograph of Kim Jong-un's sister sitting near Pence. Uh, it's uh, the headline, Vice President Mike Pence sat very close to North Korean leader Kim Jong-un's sister during the Winter Olympics opening ceremony. Praying Medic says, Kim Jong-un's sister is sitting near Pence because she's acknowledging the need to thaw the strained relationship between North Korea and the U.S. No talk, just proximity, which signals trust. Now, I've also heard uh, Corsi and others talk about the possibility that she is getting ready to defect. And then they're going to go in, they, us, oh, who, who knows who, okay? And they're going to, I think, perform a coup d'etat. And or there or the, the Kim Jong Un is going to come out with his hands up, whatever, whatever is going to happen. And that his sister is going to go back in as the head of North Korea and that the United States will be able to work with her to protect South Korea, Japan, et cetera, that whole region. I, I don't know that to be absolutely true. It's just conjecture don't know quite interesting that they, that that the intergovernments were able to convince north korea and south korea to come into this olympics under one banner very interesting okay so ask yourself if controlled how might you protect yourself and look for a way out this is actually directed to north korea this is quite interesting too as a, in a previous q post if North Korea is trying to come out from under the control of the CIA, here are the questions that Q posted earlier. Who controls NK? Who really controls NK? Don't think of a single person. Think of a powerful entity. Why is this important? Why are wars so important? Who benefits? Is North Korea trying to come out from under the control of the CIA? In an earlier post, Q says you, or a later post, I can't remember which now, they all kind of blend. You will be shocked to know who is controlling the CIA. You will be shocked. Well, I don't know that we'd be shocked to know that it's the CIA, right? But somebody else dropped a hint. Disney. Disney? We'll find out. Okay, so Q says, ask yourself what occurred in Asia just prior to the O games. Ask yourself, what does freed mean? Well, Thailand arrest on February 9th. Olympics began on February 9th. Freed, people are not taken advantage of by criminals and corrupt clown organizations. Sergei Medvedev, Russian cybercrime suspect, arrested in Thailand, okay, in fraud organization. Ask yourself, do we want a war? No. Ask yourself, who's trying to start a war? The clowns in America, the CIA. 
Ask yourself, if a missile was launched by rogue actors, the clowns, what would be the purpose? War is big business. Weapons trafficking, human trafficking, etc. Ask yourself, what would or should immediately start a war? A missile. A missile. A nuclear warhead missile. Boom. Ask yourself, would the public understand the following statement? Quote, rogue actors, clowns, U.S. former heads of state, initiated a missile launch in order to force the U.S. into a war or a conflict against X? (laughs) And then this, again, repeating what Q said. Those who cannot understand that we cannot simply start arresting without first ensuring the safety and well-being of the population, shifting the narrative, removing those in D.C. through resignation to ensure success, defeating ISIS and MS-13 to prevent fail-safes, freezing assets to remove network-to-network abilities, kill off chain of command to prevent top-down communications and organization, etc., etc., Those who cannot understand should not be participating in discussions. One Anon asked Q about the passenger list from the plane crash this morning, or yes, uh, Saturday morning, noting that one of the passengers, (laughs) Vikoslav, okay, Ivanov, Ivanov, or Ivanov, whatever, was an executive with Rosatom, the company that purchased Uranium One. It's funny, Corsi pronounces it Rose Adam. I, I, I think it's, I mean, you could say Rose Adam, but Rosatom. Okay, so he was an executive with Rosatom, the company that purchased Uranium One. Was he the target? Could he have been the target? This Vyacheslav Perushkov had been appointed to Rosatom, representative for international scientific and blah, blah, blah. And it goes on to talk about what his responsibilities were, okay? He's on the list, and Q responds over the target. Now, here's what George Webb is saying. He came out with a video on Saturday and essentially said, people want to know who was on that plane, who was the one who was really being targeted. And he said, who wasn't? Who wasn't on that plane that was, wasn't involved with Uranium One or the dossier? I mean, he, he kind of chuckled over it like a lot of people on that plane are, were involved. They got, a, they got a direct hit on a bunch of people. Uh, Q posted the following. This is interesting, too. Without any reference to anything or anyone else, look for a news story about her to come. All Q posted was, this was on Sunday. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That's it. No explanation, just her name. Now, Praying Medic did a little bit of research, and he found um, on the blog at Wall Street Journal uh, back in 2014, um, former uh, late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia and Ruth Bader Ginsburg discussing Snowden and other subjects. Does it have a connection? Don't know. Don't know. Okay, then Q asks the Anons to compare the timestamps of his post, Truth to Power, 
and Snowden's retweet of Truth to Power. So on Sunday, this is what Q posted on Sunday um, at um, two, 16 minutes after 2, Sunday afternoon. Timestamp. At Snowden, Truth to Power, post that Snowden retweeted was sent on the 11th. Q posted on the 10th. Did Snowden respond to Q's post? And here's the thing, okay? Q wrote, you will cease to exist. Truth to power. How's the bunker these days? 14 live or 14 live. Bracket, hello. Bracket, Peoc force failed. So Snowden retweets a, a, a tweet that was posted by somebody, Raza Ahmad Rumi, and who wrote, Speaking truth to power, a phrase we often use, Asma Jahangir lived practice till her last breath, questioned the mullahs, the military, the judges, the politicians, all the powerful. She defended the downtrodden, faced threats, and was never afraid. What a hero. We have to contend with a void. She was put to death, this woman, okay? Speaking truth to power. Q then responds with his own post. And if Snowden is a CIA asset working against Trump, he'd be safer in Russia. Okay, here's what Q posts. Coincidence, truth to power. Coincidence, Barlow. Learn. What if Snowden was still a clown, CIA? Why would it be important that he was in Russia? Learn with four exclamation points. Hmm. Q's next post is about, we don't say his name, John McCain. Q posts, oh, and he posts it with, let me, let me just describe this to you. There's a photograph of John McCain sitting with a whole bunch of people in the Middle East who are the leaders of our supposed enemies. Okay, here we go. We don't say his name, returning to prime time. Wonder if his so-called illness condition will flare up. Quote, he's not a war hero, close quote. He's a mega millionaire. M Institute. Link McCainInstitute.org slash donors. Rothschild, Clintons, SA, Saudi Arabia, etc., not complete. In other words, that list isn't complete. Then he's got a link to the Washington Post article, fact checker, John McCain's claim he has nothing to do with the McCain Institute. And then another link to Zero Hedge, McCain Institute's failure use don't failure use donations anti-trafficking purposes raises question. Q then follows it with define money laundering. Define the word traitor. A world without this man is a world better off. Wow. Here's more information. Uh, In this uh, praying medic lays in the pictures of McCain that Q had put in his post. And he identifies who these people are. One of them is the ISIS leader, al-Baghdadi. Um... And the caption says, 
Senator John McCain presses for increased military aid to militant groups in Syria to fight both the Syrian army and ISIL terrorists. Uh, The Arizona Republican met with foreign-backed Syrian opposition leaders in Turkey and warned something danger to U.S. security. Couldn't read the whole thing. I mean, he lit into McCain. (sighs) Are we surprised, really? Are we surprised that Songbird is a traitor to his country? He's a Benedict Arnold. United Airlines to Guantanamo Bay? Question mark. What airline check-in counter at PVG, bracket T2, Terminal 2, is located at E, gate E? What was the location of E, pick, posted on other board? Why is this relevant? Q asks, what airline check-in counter at PVG, Terminal 2, is located at gate E? What was the location of the E, pick? Why? What what, what what was the location of the E picture posted on the other board? Why is this relevant? Well, and then he shows the image that Q posted alongside of a picture of the terminal at Shanghai, the one with the banners. Remember the banners, the blue banners hanging from the ceiling, E-D-C-B-A, indicating the different gate areas. Then he says, this is a screenshot of the page showing the departure board for Terminal 2 at Pudong Airport in Shanghai. You know how they have the boards all lit up, arrivals, departures, big board, big board, okay? All right. This is a larger view of the board. Actually, it's a closer, close-up view of the board in the next picture. And then a third picture is a really close-up view of the lit departure board. And it shows a United Airlines flight leaving for San Francisco from gate E. So we know that United Airlines does service flights to the U.S. out of gate E, and that would probably include Gitmo. Oh, Oh, and there's more to that. Oh, I'm looking at the time. Oh, And Anon posted a link to an article about a miracle cure for the flu. Q suggests it may have been because of the work we've been doing. So Anonymous writes, sauce, and and this is the 8chan. They've got their own language, and sauce essentially means information, okay? Here's some sauce. Here's some info. Here's sauce to go with the crumbs and the bread that you're baking. Yeah, they got their own little lingo going. And it's a link to the Wall Street Journal. And it is, um, the headline, according to this link, is Experimental Drug Promises to Kill the Flu Virus in a Day. Q writes, what a coincidence. This board has more power and influence than anyone comprehends. Interesting, interesting. The Anon asks a question. Q replies that the answer depends. Does Big Pharma suddenly release the cures they've been hiding to avoid accusations of a cover-up, or do they allow the public to know the truth and risk a collapse of their empire? Here's Anonymous's question. Q, how long will we have to wait for the cures of cancer and other sicknesses? Q's response, chatter amongst those in control has begun. They know we know, which means the public will know. Release prior to cover-up? 
public informed and collapse? Which option? <sighs> oh, my. Should the pharmaceutical companies come out and say, guess what, everybody? Press release. We found a cure for XYZ. Or, or do they, how many nature, uh, what do they call them, uh, Naturopathy, naturopathy, doctors have died mysterious deaths. That comes out in this too. Oh, yeah. Q says double meanings can help distract and confuse those who are opposing his work. So if you're frustrated because his posts can be hard to decipher, know that it frustrates his enemies too. Here Anonymous writes to Q and says, Ha! is said to refer to Abedin, H-A, Huma Abedin. In the Q Bible, this is the shortest, the second shortest sentence. The first to come will be, we won. Ha, 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 equals Huma Abedin, question mark. Link to WashingtonExaminer.com, FBI texts Clinton email aid Huma Abedin sought immunity or would take the fifth. You either give me immunity or I'm going to take the fifth. Okay, that's what that's about. Q then writes, double meanings work well against sniffers. Well, we've seen him use the word sniffer before, referring to Valerie Jarrett. Sniffers, people who sniff out the enemy and destroy them like a dog. Sniffing, 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 always looking for the bad guy, the the people that are going to do them in. Double meanings work well against the sniffers. Yeah the people who are opposing his work. Okay, then Anonymous says, he asks, I hope someday patriots, vets, and Anons get the respect that we deserve. Marine Anons have felt betrayed by the same people we were willing to die to protect. I have felt lost until you showed up in October. Thank you from the depths of my heart. That's a heartfelt note to Q. Q responds saying, We are with you, patriot. We honor your service to our great country. Without people like you, the world would be lost. Godspeed, Q. That one made me kind of catch my breath a little bit. Praying Medic says, as frustrating as it is, we must accept the fact that there is some information we will never be given. And it's not because the ones who have it want to hide it from us. It's for our own good that we will never know all the details. Anonymous asks, there is one thing that concerns me, somewhat related to this, but more related to the 60-40, the reference that Q made earlier saying, you will never know all the information. We're doing it for the sake of humanity. You might know 40%. 60% we're going to have to keep. Uh, we're just going to, we're not going to release it. It's just, it's too horrific. It's too horrific. So anonymous, again, he's writing to Q and and he's quoting Q saying release prior to cover up or public informed and collapse. Again, talking about pharmaceuticals. Q, there's one thing that concerns me somewhat related to this, but more related to the 60, 40, the less the public knows, the more likely they are to falsely assign blame in the future, possibly even generations from now. It's worth keeping in mind. And Q writes back, understand one simple fact. The U.S. is connected to the rest of the world. 
Knowing that, understand, by default, if certain intel is released, it would cause a worldwide suffering. We share the idea of open source, but value life and must make decisions based must make decisions based decisions on outcomes and containability. Hmm. Q reminds people not to read too much into his spelling and sentence structure errors. Some errors are due to suppression and attacks on the site. He writes, do not read into this spelling structure error, heavy lag slash attack ongoing. The site's always under attack, which is why he does the security tests every now and then. Q says another prison is being prepped because Gitmo won't be able to hold everyone. Anonymous asks, don't care about your sentence structure, just care to know how full Gitmo is going to be. And Q writes, Max Cap, one other prison being prepped. Max, max capacity, one other prison. POTUS has big plans for Gitmo. In an article written last August in the Miami Herald, it outlines the improvements that Trump has planned during his administration. Trump's Pentagon wants to spend almost $500 million on Guantanamo. New base hospital, new housing. I mean, they are going. There is a very interesting story. It's the, um, I'm going to put it in the chat room. This is the um, Miami Herald story. It's a McClatchy, D.C. Uh, story, and it's Trump's Pentagon wants to spend almost $500 million on Guantanamo construction. Behind the scenes, the U.S. military is planning for nearly a half billion dollars in new construction during the Trump administration, including a Navy request to build a $250 million five-bed hospital here that has been singled out for a study by a Senate committee. Despite Trump's campaign promise to reduce costs at the remote U.S. Navy base, at one point he mused that his new Cuba policy might import cheap local labor from across the minefield, the Pentagon's appetite to spend at this outpost of about 5,500 residents and 41 wartime prisoners continues unsated. In other projects, Congress is poised to give the Army $124 million to build a new barracks for 848 prison troops to be ready four years from now. And on a different corner of the base, the Pentagon is soliciting bids of up to $100 million to build a skeletal structure for a 13,000 migrant tent city and housing for 5,000 U.S. forces. Yeah, they're going after, they are going to, um, they're going to put in a school. I mean, they are creating a community there where people are going to bring their families and live there to guard the prisoners. Gee whiz. (laughs) I wonder who. (laughs) Okay, next. Overnight, this was last night. Q posted again in response to a statement by an Anon about Supreme Court Judge Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who did an interview with CNN. Q implies that Ginsburg will be leaving shortly. Parentheses, corruption, question mark? Anonymous writes, and this was Sunday. This uh, this was like uh, about uh, 11.05 last night. The fact Q brought up Ginsburg and then she landed on CNN the same day front page speaks volumes. 
we are missing something. Q writes back, quote, here to stay, unquote, no, you're not, Q. Okay, let me give you a little bit of background on that. What I'm hearing is that there were three Supreme Court justices involved in the murder of Antonin Scalia and that Ruth Bader Ginsburg was among them. And good guys, Trump and company, know it. And it's going to come out. You remember earlier Q posts in which he said, who are we taught to trust? Who do we trust? These are the people that will you'll be shocked. I'm paraphrasing. Supreme Court justices. Who? Who? We're going to find out. Q is saying, oh, no, you're not here to stay. Q's next post draws our attention to Mika Brzezinski and the inner circle, and he suggests that some people are born into it. He writes, the inner circle, Mika Brzezinski, background, family, careers, McLean, Virginia. The age of tech has hurt their ability to hide and control. Majority today were born into the circle. Investigate those in front of the camera who scream the loudest. These people are really stupid. End is near. The media cleanse slash JFK. Mika's family tree is full of politicians and diplomats. Her father was a big new former national security advisor. Mm. And her mother uh, is a grandniece of Czechoslovakia's former president, Edvard Beignes. Her father was teaching at Columbia University when she was born. The family moved to McLean in late 1976 when Zbig was named national security advisor by newly elected president Jimmy Carter. Her brother, Mark Brzezinski, is an American diplomat and was the United States ambassador to Sweden from 2011 to 2015. Her second brother is a military expert, Ian Brzezinski. She's the first cousin of the author, Matthew Brzezinski. Okay. Named in particular, most notable among them is her father, Zbigniew Brzezinski, who helped shape America's foreign policy during the last 50 years. Sundance at Conservative Treehouse did a deep dive into the secretive dealings of Zbigniew Brzezinski and John Brennan and Barack Obama in the early 1980s, when Obama is said to have attended Columbia University. Uh, Time to connect the dots again. Treehouse research going deep. Uh, You want to go over to the Conservative Treehouse and find the uh, story that begins. I don't have the link. John Brennan dash the CIA dash Zbigniew Brzezinski dash Columbia University and Obama. I'm sure it'll be a good read. More background on Barack Obama. Quote, the ghost of Columbia University. Uh, This was from uh, The Blaze, and uh, again, I didn't grab the link. It's a headline, Barack Obama, the ghost of Columbia University. Wayne Allen Root's book, The Ultimate Obama Survival Guide, is out now. 
I just returned from New York where I attended my 30th Columbia University, and then it drops off from there. But Wayne Allen Root was at Columbia when Obama was supposed to be there. And Root, his his uh, program of studies mirrored what Obama was supposedly studying. Never saw him there. Never. Part two, the ghost of Columbia. Okay, and then there's, again, that's Praying Medic who's, who's dropping that in. And again, it's over at The Blaze, okay? Um, the deep state has many type of operatives. Some are diplomats, some are politicians, others appear in front of the camera. Q says tech surveillance makes it harder for them to hide and control. The end is near. The media cleanse slash JFK. Well, the media's role will soon be exposed. Um, and then I don't know if you saw the portraits of Obama and Muchel that were unveiled today at the National Gallery. Uh, man, Twitter was on fire. I'm telling you, I posted as many things on my Facebook page as I could find that were hilarious. Oh, my God, it was so funny. Oh, these two were just being beaten up. It was great. Anyway, and Anon posted this picture, and it's the picture of Obama, uh, the portrait, and Obama's looking at himself, and then the, guy, the, the, the artist who painted it, who's in his zoot suit, zoot suit, you know what a zoot suit is, right? This was back in the 30s, I think it was, or maybe the 40s, where they wore these suits that were so loud. <laughs> well, this guy's wearing a suit that's pretty loud. It's a, I think it's a black and white plaid. It's amazing. Anyway. Um, anonymous writes, granted, they picked the person they could find to paint Obama's portrait. Another Anon responded saying, I wonder why BHO is depicted sitting in a bush. If you haven't seen the portrait, Obama's sitting in a, in a chair and he's got his hands folded across his lap. Some people have likened it to him sitting on the john. And behind him and underneath him, I mean, the entire background is nothing but leaves and flowers. It's really weird. It's really weird. Okay. So this anonymous says, I wonder why BHO is depicted sitting in a bush. Q responded by posting this picture of Bill Clinton seated beside Kim Jong-il. This would be Kim Jong-un's father, a much thinner version than Kim Jong-un. Uh, during his visit there in 2009. Now, my inclination would be to focus on how the deep state, with the help of Clinton, the Bushes, and Obama, set North Korea up as a rogue nuclear power. Whoa. Okay, so this picture is, is of Clinton and Kim Jong-il sitting down on a carpet, the the legs of the chairs they're sitting in are planted almost deliberately on the petals of magnolia flowers that are embedded in the carpet, woven into the carpet. Behind, and then there are six people behind them, including Clinton's doctor, uh, uh, Doug Band from Tenio, uh, John Podesta, and the other people that I can't remember what their names are. Maybe we'll find it. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway. And Q writes, find the link. Look around. What does this signify? Oh, and I forgot to mention, the background is a huge mural of a roiling ocean. 
waves that are just huge and splashing and and lit from within and i mean a tumultuous ocean find the link look around what does it signify what's the link between this photograph and the portrait of obama hmm. but that's not where q is going with this find the link not the internet link the symbolic link Look around, not on the internet, but in the picture. What does it signify? Is having us focus on the flowers on the rug and their symbolic meaning? What are they sitting on, Q asks, perfectly lined up. Why? Learn. Q posted this with a link to an article, North Korean citizens are raised as slaves to be used However, the nation's leaders deem them to be useful, including as sex slaves. Q writes, and again, he's referring now to Obama's portrait. Flowers and gardens learn the hidden symbolism. And then he's got a link to encyclopedia.com slash humanities slash applied and social science magazines slash slave gardens. What does a flower represent what does deflower represent so q asks what does a flower represent what does a deflower represent well in far eastern culture the lotus flower represents the female genitalia to deflower a woman is to take away her virginity so maybe those aren't magnolias <laughs> Maybe they're lotus blossoms. <laughs> okay, Q's next post. Again, referring to this. Think children. Think slaves. Think sheep. Q then responds to an observation by an Anon who wrote this. Controlling the crops. Control the people. Sheep. Might be reaching, but throwing it out there. Anonymous, another anonymous, writes, Coincidence, The Matrix, the movie, grew people as a crop used for energy and controlled their mind. Sound familiar? Wonder where they derived that idea from. Now comes the conspiracy label. Deeper we go, the more unrealistic it all becomes. The end won't be for everyone. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Q responding. I am so sorry. This is Q responding to Anonymous. The end won't be for everyone. That choice to know will be yours. Are we thinking Soylent Green? <laughs> Yikes. And this was posted today, this morning, 9.53 a.m. Praying Medic says, art imitates life. We draw inspiration for creative works through real-life circumstances. QAnon is not suggesting people are literally being turned into food or energy, but they are being used as a kind of cash crop by the elites. And Anon has been researching Chris Wallace, Christopher Wallace, for links to the deep state. Q says to check out his father, Mike Wallace. I have to tell you, last week, Chris Wallace sat in for uh, Brett Baer, and I happened to have it on, and I, 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 this guy just, I, I mean, it was, I didn't even think about it. I posted on my Facebook page, Chris Wallace filling in for Brett Baer. 
looking at him, the only word that comes to mind is twerp. Twerp. <laughs> and then I see this, right? Anonymous posts, Chris Wallace looks clean as far as those descriptors used by Q are concerned. Looking into Matthews now, Chris Matthews, to which Q responds, Wikipedia.org, Mike Wallace, you are not looking close enough. Chris Wallace, I'm telling you, if you've had a sense that this guy is a, is a leftist slug twerp, I think you're right on it. You're over the target. Okay, uh, Pragmatic. Uh, I'd like to share a few articles on human trafficking in North Korea. This article explores the practice of shipping citizens abroad to work as laborers and confiscating their wages. Um, that's at marketwatch.com. And then from Slate, uh, it would be truer to say that the Democratic People's Republic of North Korea, as it calls itself, is a concentration camp. It would be even more accurate to say that North Korea is a slave state. And then um, this from state.gov, a State Department report on human trafficking in North Korea, quote, as reported over the past five years, the DPRK is a source country for men, women, and children who are subjected to forced labor and sex trafficking. This, and this was at um, uh, 1 o'clock, 1.15 this afternoon. Our attack on Big Pharma came with a warning letter today. Message received response forthcoming uh praying medic says coincidence and then a screenshot of fox news uh headline donald trump jr's wife taken to hospital after opening envelope with white powder the end that's it that's it um i'm going to give you the link to this and i would suggest that this is the um you can, you can. Uh, let me see if this is the unruled thread. Uh, no, you can go as you're as you're reading his um, thread threaded tweets. You'll get to a, po- a part where it will say this this thread is unrolled. Click on it. It will take you to a page called uh, threadreaderapp.com, and you will find all of Praying Medics threads there about Q. I only read you one of them. And this one had, oh my gosh, this was uh, 135 tweets. It's a lot of work that goes into this. A lot of work. And there are people out there who are just, who are, I mean, they, they, they love this. They're puzzle solvers. If you folks have ever heard of Bletchley Park, a place in England where women who were good at solving puzzles, maybe they did crossword puzzles or, or regular jigsaw puzzles, or they were just good at figuring things out. They went to work for the, for the British government, and they, they were sworn to secrecy. These women went to their graves and never told anybody that they did this, but they were the encoders. They worked at Bletchley Park. And they encoded a lot of the, uh, they deciphered the code of the Germans. <clears throat> they helped save the war. They win the war. They really did. And there was a, a Masterpiece Theater did a series called Bletchley, Bletchley Park or Bletchley Circle. I can't remember which, um, about these women. It was fascinating, absolutely fascinating. It was very, very well done. Crack the German code enigma. Yeah, could be. That, I think that's what they did. Yes, that's what they did, the enigma. Yes. So um, anyway, um, yeah, I, I mean, it, 
That's what these folks are doing, and they're not getting paid for it. You know, I mean, we have some real patriots out there. Now, they may get one or two things wrong. Maybe they've interpreted one or two things wrong, but they're not, they're not staking their claim on that. Hey, we're all working in there trying. Of course, he seems to be exhausting himself, Bob Evers says. Yeah, he is exhausting himself. He's on with these people for hours at a time. And I have to tell you, he's got the patience of a saint. He is a kind-hearted man. And, and I, I, he puts, I mean, some of these people on, oh, my God. There were 70 people. 70 people online. I'm not talking about the people that are watching it and and typing like mad into the chat, hoping somebody will see their question. I mean, they talk amongst themselves. And Corsi, bless his heart, says, I want to take questions from the YouTube chat. I want this to be a conversation. I don't want it to be a monologue. But the people who are on with him, they they just usurp and go on and on and on. And it's like, oh, my God, this is why I like listening to Corsi. Corsi takes those YouTubes and he edits them down to about an hour. But it's pure Corsi. It's not none of these, you know, inane comments that are benign. They just, it's, it's like it's a waste of time. Um, nobody has that kind of time to sit there and listen to banal conversation for hours. Oh, Mr. Corsi, Dr. Corsi. It's like, oh, my God, <laughs> shoot me. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, listen, everybody, I'm just about, I'm just about exhausted out, too. That was a lot of talking. So um, we'll pick it back up again tomorrow. There's so much more to this. Oh, my God, there's so much more. And I hope you're following along on my Facebook page because I'm really, I, I'm, I'm just, I am just pounding it on the Facebook page with all of this stuff. And, um, you know, I, I know that a lot of times, you know, Facebook doesn't put it out there on the stream on your news feed. Um, just come on over to my page, Andrea Shea King. You'll see it. And um, <laughs> some of the stuff is kind of funny. Okay. All right. So that wraps it up for me for tonight. And I will be back here again tomorrow night. Again, like I said, we're, we're looking at the YouTube situation and I need a friend to help me figure it out because I'm not smart enough. It's just too intimidating. <laughs> I know. And I know once I do it, once I do it a few times, I'd be like, this is a breeze, but it's just getting there. It's just, you know, psychologically getting over that hump. And I'm just not there with it yet. So I need a friend to help me. So um, I think um, I think we're going to get that. So anyway. Okay. Want to leave you with some fake news? Huh? A little bit of fake news? I love this song. I really do. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for being with me tonight. God bless you all. And God bless America. And don't forget to say your prayers. Oh, my gosh. Pray for everybody who's in this fight for the good. Okay? Yeah. All right. We'll see you tomorrow night. Good night, everybody. You know, I've been hearing more and more about a thing called fake news. Fake, fake news. I've seen people destroyed, and I think it's very unfair. Some of the media outlets that I deal with the fake news. Fake, fake news. I think it's a disgrace, an absolute disgrace, but I don't think they care. Well, first of all, one of the reasons I'm here today is to tell you the whole Russian thing. That's a ruse. That's a ruse. I own nothing in Russia. I don't have any deals in Russia. Russia is fake news. I just see many, many untruthful things. The press has become so dishonest. The public doesn't believe you people anymore. You have a lower approval rate than Congress. You know, I've been hearing more and more about a thing called fake news. Fake, fake news. I've seen people destroyed, and I think it's very unfair. 
some of the media outlets that I deal with the fake news. Fake, fake news. I think it's a disgrace, the absolute disgrace, but I don't think they care. I'll tell you something. I don't mind bad stories. I can handle a bad story better than anybody as long as it's true. But I'm not okay when it is fake. It's all fake news. I mean, it's story after story after story. We're not going to let it happen again. The public gets, when I go to rallies, they want to throw their records to CNN. Here's the thing. I want to see an honest press. I want to see an honest press. I want to see an honest press. It's so important to see an honest press. I want to see an honest press. I want to see an honest press. But our nation's reporters will not tell you the truth. So go over just some of them. MSNBC. You are fake news. The New York Times. You are fake news. CBS, NBC, ABC, BBC, LA Times, you are fake news, The Washington Post, you are fake news, CNN, very fake news, Politico, AP, Hotspot, BuzzFeed, failing pile of garbage, and I've been hearing more and more about a thing called fake news, fake, fake news, I've seen people destroyed, and I think it's very unfair, some of the media outlets that I deal with the fake news, fake, fake news, I think it's a disgrace, the absolute disgrace, but I don't think they care, care.